Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy Blather podcast. I'm your host Kirsty Taylor and today we are talking to the lovely Sarah Jones about all things career so stay tuned to find out more about that Um, but for now let's hop into our intro. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome or welcome back to Fab or Fancy Blather podcast. I have just been having fun calling it Fab because why not? Um, I'm so happy to be chatting with you all. I don't know why it feels like a minute since I recorded an intro because it really hasn't been. It's only been since Wednesday, but so much has happened in my life since then. So life updates. Let's get into it. Let's get let's get started. I actually, first of all, want to say right before I started recording this, I have been feeling super duper anxious today, um, which is something that I deal with often. I have anxiety. If you've listened to the pod before, you probably already know that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just have a lot going on today. Um, I just have a big email that I'm waiting for today. It's supposed to arrive today, and I'm it's just like stressing me out. But talking to all of you always makes me feel so much better. So thank you for being that for me. Thank you for being the community I need. Yeah, I've just kind of been like, ah, the last week, you know, and it's gone really quickly, but it's also gone really slowly. Like, I feel like I can't remember last week's episode, (laughs) Um, but I can. It was with Natalie Barbu, and I really loved listening. And if you haven't listened, you need to listen. I really loved recording with her. She's a sweet angel. Um. Yeah, so I officially passed my placement, killed it. I don't know if I've announced that on the pod or not Yeah, but I'm like officially basically like, I don't have the official documentation, but I'm as as close to official as you can be for being passed and on the right track to start my career in education. So basically, I've graduated, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, people are probably like, why are you beating around the bush so much and not saying much? I just don't really like to talk about my career in education much on the pod because it's just, I don't I think there's certain elements of your life that should be separated. And for me personally, I believe that is one of them. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll say, uh, the one thing I will say is I'm on my way to being a teacher and have my own class in August. But that's probably all I'm going to say just because I don't know I just it's uncomfortable to talk about I like to keep that part of my life separate but I did want to announce that we're on the way up baby it's summer officially it's friggin' hot outside I'm meeting my friend for a barbecue and I'm running so late so I'm sorry if you're listening Holly I'm doing my best um yeah so we're having a good time I'm trying to start dating which I can't believe I just announced that on the internet but um just trying to put myself out there in the world and have a hot girl summer, you know? So yeah, I've been just kind of like all over the place the last week or so, but we're back. Our butt's back in gear and it's time to go. We're going to nail nail it. I'm excited for, for the summer. So that is my life updates. So now our small wonder of the week. So my small wonder of the week this week is box breathing funnily enough um because I do have these moments where I get unbelievably anxious and it's something obviously that I work through a lot um 
But I just think we don't appreciate breathing techniques and how much they really help. And box breathing is a personal favorite of mine. If you don't know what it is, I highly suggest looking it up. And it's just been a godsend today and many other days, but particularly today. So that is my small wonder of the week. So what I'm engaging with this week, I have been reading such a good book. And um, it's kind of like I wasn't sure what it would be like when I am. Got it. I got it for one pound at a charity shop. So we love supporting local charities and doing our bit to be part of the sustainable future. So um, it's called A Vintage Summer. And I think by Kathy Bramley. And I'm nearly finished already. Read it so quickly, which is actually very like me, but recently not very like me. So that's amazing. And um, I'm just so happy that I'm getting back into a good book and it's just like an easy read a nice one to sink your teeth into as they say and it has so many twists and turns that I didn't expect and that I'm so very here for it is an easy read a lightly read in some ways but in other ways it's kind of heavy which was unexpected but fun and I'm here for it and I'm just really excited to finish it and I'm not sure what I'm going to read next but I think I'll find someone and it's also just like the perfect book for summer which is rather fitting because it's finally starting to feel like summer here in Scotland. So that's what I've been engaging with this week. And I'll try and find a link to it in the show notes or even just like to the Goodreads page. And then you can try and find it in your own local charity shop or at the free libraries that I've been seeing around, which sounds so cool. But that's a story for another time. Um, so that is what I've been engaging with this week. So now I'm going to hop into our small business of the week. So I actually find this business very recently on Instagram and they're called Fancy Fish Doodles and I just think it's such a unique business and it's very cool. So it's paintings and doodles created by an artist who's a fine arts student and they have these earrings out right now which I just think are so cool and very very unique. So obviously they have an Etsy shop which is just Fancy Fish Doodles. It is um you can buy it in the UK. I don't know where else they shop or don't shop. I really like the um, handmade fancy fish earrings personally. Um, they have some other cool ones like the Lover's Snails painting looks really cool and very, um, very epic. So yeah, if you want to check it out, as I said, it's Fancy Fish Doodles on Instagram or on Etsy and their Instagram page is popping I'm really enjoying I can't believe I just said that seriously popping am I 24 or 15 um I don't think I've ever said that word in my life but I really like their page so I think you should all check it out is what I'm telling you and of course it'll be linked in the show notes down below so now we hop into our poem of the week so this week's poem is another one from my favorite website hello poetry we know i love it i'm obsessed i can't help it it's just who i am and it is written by hopefully i pronounced this correctly winnelin wood so i will obviously have winnelin's um hello poetry account linked in the show notes you can actually go on hello poetry and not be a member too and it's a poem called summer's Reminiscence. Summer's Reminiscence. Am I really here or even real? Are the people around me just glittering spiels? 
bending, bending and yawning as an aching willow, opening and weeping on splayed soft pillows, fluffy and delicate, once never to shed, by and by warm an unkept weathered, be- weathered bed, vowed never to have slept in, but a lowly spirit swelled within. What once was lost could never be sp- found, the root sprouted from trodden ground. A dwindling, pebbled little path swept away in a minute flash. Gone goes the summer and the sparrow groans. Never again is that reverence to be known. Perhaps a little, oh, perhaps a love misplayed might cease to be shown. Yeah, so as I said, that's called Summer's Reminiscence by Winnellyn Wood. So that is everything from me for this week. Oh, no, it's not. We have a really big announcement. I'm so sorry <laughs> I've done this whole intro and forgot to announce the most important thing. Why am I like this? So um, obviously having passed my course and being really excited for the future that lies ahead of me and the world opening a little bit more for me and for my co-host Naomi, who um, I co-host with on Small Talk. We are changing up our schedule a little bit. Don't be alarmed. Small Talk isn't going anywhere and neither are our guest episodes. We just need it to be something that is more manageable for the two of us because this schedule of twice a week isn't working. And I also think we're probably putting out too much content and it's overwhelming people. And if it's not overwhelming people, it's overwhelming me. So we are now going to be posting our Fancy Builder guest episodes every first Monday. And we will post a small talk episode every second Monday. So we will just we will basically just be releasing every Monday at 5 p.m. And we will alternate between Fancy Builder and um small talk. Sometimes we might do like two of small talk in a row and two of Fancy Blather in a row because with guests it just depends if they need episodes to go out at certain times. Um, then we do have to factor that in sometimes. So, but what I'm saying is now our podcast will be out every Monday at 5 p.m. BST, and we shouldn't be late anymore with that because now it's just one episode that we have to produce every week, which is just much more obtainable. So I wanted to let everyone know that. So there will not be a small talk episode this week, but it will come out next Monday at 5 p.m. And then the week after it'll be a guest one and you get the drill. So yeah, I'm excited because I just think it will make the podcast actually better and more enjoyable because we both will be able to put our full energy into it, which has been kind of difficult recently just because we're both so busy. Um, So I'm excited for what is to come and we have our one year anniversary coming up very soon and I'm so excited to do a fun little episode for that. I have something big planned or something that's time consuming planned. So that's exciting. Um, Anyway, so now I'm done with the spiel for this week. So um, I will leave you here so that you can listen to our wonderful interview with Sarah Jones. But before I go, I do want to remind you, please do review the podcast and subscribe or follow depending on which podcast platform you're using so that you never miss an episode. And uh, don't forget to check out our Instagram at Fancy Blether and enjoy the rest of this week's episode. Okay, so this week's charity 
is one near and dear to my heart. I'm actually hoping to head back to Edinburgh for a little bit this summer. I'm very excited about it. And um, I thought, you know what, we should represent a conservation charity. I just don't know that we've done that very much yet. And I think conservation is so important. So we found this really cool local charity called the Water of Leith Conservation Trust. So the Water of Leith Conservation Trust works to conserve and enhance the river, its heritage and wildlife. The trust promotes education and recreation through the Open Daily Visitor Centre and works with volunteers and community groups to deliver around 240 river cleanups and habitat improvement tasks annually. Operating since 1990, no, sorry, 1988, it was the first river charity to be established in Scotland. Support their work by becoming a member, sending a donation or joining the 100 strong team of volunteers who are involved in projects on the river and in running the visitor centre. And like I said, it is, a, it is a local charity and I love it. And they have walkway updates for you on their website. They've got lots of information about the river and just loads of ways you can get involved. And if you do ever happen to be in Edinburgh or visiting Edinburgh, I highly, highly recommend checking out the Water of Leith because it's just so beautiful. So that is our charity of the week. We are about to be joined by Sarah Jones. Sarah Jones is a seasoned personal life and career coach, born with an entrepreneurial spirit and an insatiable drive to help others find their happiness. She founded her successful coaching business to help people find purpose, meaning and direction in their lives and careers. Sarah has been through many of the roadblocks and challenges she coaches on herself, so is able to empower others to identify and reach their full potential. Sarah runs Sarah J Coaching. She provides products and services that help people and businesses bust through blocks, identify a career path and navigate their lives, careers and businesses to fulfill their individual ideals of success. And we are going to be welcoming her right now. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to Fancy Blather podcast. It's so wonderful to have you here with us today. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good for a Monday. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Really looking forward to our discussion today. So yeah, that's good for a Monday, I would say. (laughs) So the first question we like to ask all of our guests is, um, what's your small wonder of the week? So it's just something that you um, are grateful for. It's um, something that was kind of born out of COVID um, that we always like to keep track of just to keep ourselves um, feeling thankful and positive in times like these. So what is your small wonder for this week? Well, there's so many things that I could count. Um, You know, I could go on and on forever because it is sometimes those small moments that bring you the greatest happiness. And it it was such a small thing, but one, it was so weird. One of my best friends, I'm sort of slowly getting acclimatised to like organising my social life because we haven't been able to do that for like yeah. a year. And I was just thinking of my friend and she called me on Sunday and she's like, oh my God, Sarah, we need to meet up and do you want to go out? And it was just so lovely 
yeah to have Google like that to say let's meet up let's go and do something you know like those little moments yeah you know and I don't want to sound like typical Brit person but we've been pretty blessed with the weather so it's not been too bad sitting outside in the pub you know maybe a blanket but okay I can't say the same for Scotland we've had rain all I mean it has no it has been nice until today today we've had rain all day (laughs) all day long but it has been last week it was really nice yeah it's been stunning down here we've been really lucky nice Perfect. So the next question is, did you have any moments in your 20s where you were surviving rather than thriving? And how did you overcome those times? Well, actually, I pretty much described most of my 20s like that. So certainly like the early part and the middle part. And I know Mm -hmm. your your listeners are sort of younger age group than me. And I, I know that things like financial security, I think, you know, I'm you know I'm not going to say how old I am but I'm older a lot older than you anyway um those were all worries when I was growing Mm -hmm. up like I mean I left school in the mid 80s left university Mm -hmm. early 90s moved to London and I shared a flat with my best friend Mm -hmm. um had an amazing time but it was just every month thinking I don't know how I'm doing this and to be honest how did we deal with it we basically used to go out a lot to be honest you know, which sounds weird because we didn't have a lot of money but it was yeah. like there was no way that was going to stop my social life I was in my 20s living in London very much live for the moment um you know I sort of left university ha- having studied languages and everybody saying oh the European Union brilliant you've studied languages and, and sort of came out still scratching my head going I've got no idea what I want to do so I just sort of traveled but then sort of coming down into London and you know same as when you move to any big city it's really expensive to rent somewhere Mm -hmm. you know so just relied on overdrafts it was almost like well I've just eat baked beans on toast and try and go out a bit you know for my own sanity pot pot noodles pot noodle nothing wrong with a pot noodle tuna know bran flakes whatever you know you know pasta so, yeah pasta always pasta so um but it, it was tough and I remember you know having really because my parents had struggled mm-hmm. financially when they were growing you know when they had okay. us yeah a big family and I was so determined like I do not want to have to struggle like my parents did so it was just it was just filling me with dread actually it was quite stressful but my mate was really good she's like come on Sarah we're just getting started it'll be fine so yeah good nice I, I think that's an important thing like you're saying about living with your best friend and having friends like I think that's so I mean the friends are always important but I think in your 20s like they really they really have such an impact on your life um, more than they do when you're growing up. Because it also is a weird shift in friendships because you go from seeing everyone every day, almost like not by choice, just because you go to school together. And then all of a sudden you have to try. And that's how things shift so much in your 20s friendship wise. Because it's the same with uni, like you're in the same class or you live in the same place. So it's like, as you go through your 20s, you really do experience this like um I don't know this turbulent thing with friendships or where you just kind of realize like not to take anything for granted when it comes to friendships because they are hard to come across so I love that you you've got friends with different perspectives so she used to worry Mm -hmm. about certain things that didn't worry me and it was just like a bit of a lifeline really Mm -hmm. you know you know I've traveled a lot I've done a lot of things since then and before then but it's kind of like 
this is the real world now you know uni was the real world but almost like it was like your probation into the real world (laughs) and then when you get your first job it's like god I'm really grown up now so (laughs) yeah yeah um perfect so for our listeners at home who maybe don't know can you explain what a career coach is how would you define it yeah so basically I help people in a number of ways I work with organizations as well so if they've got people that have just been promoted or something and they're a bit unsure about how to go about their new job I help them with their confidence settling into their new role but really with career coaching it's about helping people to either improve the current situation where they are now so they might be in a job and it's like you know what I'm not sure if I want to leave but things aren't going quite as well or sometimes you know when when people are just really scratching their heads going I have no idea what I want to do mm-hmm. but really we all know what we want to do deep down it's just you have to kind of pull it out a bit you know mm-hmm. because we're very good at denying what we really want as people so part of my job is to really listen understand what people are saying to be like that cheerleader from the sidelines and help you identify and empower you to move forward because very often it's it's about you know building your confidence you know allowing yourself to really go for what you want rather than listening to what your parents might have told you your friends might have told you what you believe about yourself sometimes you've got to sort of um rebuild yourself really and believe in yourself so it's a lot of that kind of self-empowerment helping you Mm -hmm. to empower yourself and set yourself goals to move forward so yeah yeah lots of different scenarios and people of all ages you know Mm -hmm. coach people who are um in their like Mm mid-20s who have set up a business on amazon and it's gone really well and they're like I can't cope with this I'm too successful I'm not what the hell's just happened I'm a business owner how do I cope with it yeah, all yeah. the way through to people 30s 40s 50s that are going I don't know what I'm doing or where to start mm. perfect so why did you decide to go into coaching and development yeah I think because I think as I briefly touched on before you know my parents I come from a big family my mm-hmm. parents struggled <clears throat> my dad had quite was quite ill when I was younger um they struggled financially and I just thought you know and I just saw them working 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 and I thought this cannot be what life's about Mm -hmm. you know that's not to disrespect what they did they just did what they had to with a big family Mm -hmm. and I just thought I want something else I want my life to be different so I think that's sort of set about this kind of internal drive within me I think sometimes if you've had to overcome a bit of adversity it sets you in good stead for the future it might not feel like it at the time but you've really got to kind of push yourself forward a bit or just sort of sink or swim. So there was a lot of that. And then um, when I was moving, so I, I was sort of pushing myself forward, you know, and I always had a plan, always had a plan, always knew what I wanted to do. So that's obviously part of my personality. Mm-hmm. I think with my career as well, you know, I've been through certain situations like redundancy, companies okay. changing, but that's just part of life, you know, yeah. but I was always very much, okay, that's happened I don't like it but how can I learn how can I move forward and that's very much the mindset of coaching not to ignore the bad things that happen but to learn from them and bounce back so I think some of those struggles that I've had um and I I had a coach myself in I think it was like I was maybe like about 23 24 and it was a time when coaching wasn't a massive thing in this country and my friend said, oh, my friend's training to be a coach. Would you like to have some coaching? I was like, yeah, what is it? I didn't really know what yeah. I was walking into. 
and it was amazing it was just it was just amazing how you know for example I, I sort of work with people on their careers but it's so much about the mindset how you deal with what you tell yourself in your mind yeah. what you believe about yourself and it was just like when I started speaking to her I thought oh god so some of this stuff that's not working out that's kind of down to me in the way that I'm looking at things and the way that's causing me to sort of react and it was like so from there I just really got into it I was just reading all the books that I could read um yeah I loved it yeah it's great it's great helping people yeah perfect so um how have your life experience helped you in your career so how have your experiences in life impacted your own career yeah I think really as I mentioned before a little bit when I've had to sort of struggle and figure it all out by myself I think I could have done certain things earlier in my life had I had a coach to really empower me to allow me to allow me to believe in myself Uh it was quite turbulent when I was younger and that led to a lot of kind limiting beliefs I would say I would call it that I don't know if that sounds familiar but beliefs are you know we might say oh I'm no good at this I'm not very good at that or I can't do this can't do that we can change that thinking it's like rewiring a computer like rebooting or installing mm-hmm. the latest you know ios on your iphone sort of thing yeah um and and, and i definitely with hindsight think if there'd been a lot more coaching or mentoring around i would have got to where i wanted to get to faster and maybe identified that but i think definitely the sh- early struggles in life mm-hmm. definitely um having sort of grown up <clears throat> in the 70s 80s there was a lot of t- turmoil in Britain, you know, like London was more or less permanently on fire. There were riots and knows what going on. And it really, really was sort of made you, it made me anyway, very determined to make a mm-hmm. success in my life and think, hang on a minute, I just want something better than this. So seeing that external world as well really shaped me, the struggles that people okay. were going through. It all sounds a bit depressing, doesn't it? But actually... It, it's such a different world now I know we've had the pandemic and there's 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 always things going on in yeah. the world certainly in London you know you there's certain places in London that you'd go out now and you wouldn't get, ever have gone out then you know it's just crazy yeah, like, yeah. crazy stuff happening <laughs> well, I think seeing that made an impact mm-hmm. yeah I can completely understand that um so what do you believe are the secrets to career success what do you think are the the key components to being successful in your career yeah I think really and I'm I'm I think I'm seeing this more and more um that I think the way you look at your career is really important that your mm-hmm. career is not something it might this might not be the same for everyone by the way some people might just feel like I don't actually care I just want to go earn some money that's great we've all been through different stages in our life with different yeah. things but generally from where I'm standing now in the work that I do um it's not that your career is an object over there it's a part of who you are you know mm-hmm. you spend much time at work and ideally I mean there's always going to be things in what you do that you think oh I'm I don't really enjoy doing this bit of it you know this bit of my job so in my own example 
you know, accounts. I get my accountant to do all of that stuff because it's number one, I'm no good at it. And that's, I really don't think I'm that good at it, but I don't enjoy it. So I don't want to be good at it. You know, that's yeah. why I get him to help me. But I think finding something that aligns to who you are, what you're passionate about. So being able to look back at your life and say, well, are there things that I did at uni or at school where the time flew, mm-hmm. hobbies, interests? Are there things that I notice in life? that are really important to me and and those might sound quite abstract questions but then they start to give you clues about really really where your passions are you know if you look at the books you read the films you watch the activities you do those can start to build clues and I think the secret of a successful career is to build it around who you are as a person not try and shoehorn yourself and over tolerate something and and that might sound difficult when you're first starting out with the pandemic but you know always have a plan have have some goals ready you know in mm-hmm. terms of well actually but where do I want to be in five years time okay so maybe you could start with five years and then break it down four three two one so that's too scary think about where do I want to be in a year's time where do I want to be in six months time mm-hmm. but always have a plan you know of where you want to go because otherwise you can end up drifting. That plan could be anything. It could be, well, when we're allowed to, I want to travel more and be a digital nomad. Great. Or I want to be self-employed or I want to do this. I want to do that. So have a plan mm-hmm. and be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. So how does, how do you think um, mindset impacts success? What do you think? What, how does it impact success? What is the importance of it, I suppose? And things like yeah that. yeah it's interesting because um I mean don't get me wrong I believe in optimism positive thinking mm-hmm. it's always got anyway but we can't deny I mean if this year hasn't shown that I don't know what does that we can't control everything we yeah, you know, yeah. <clears throat> I think we've always known that but really this year has shown it that something can come along and happen that we mm-hmm. don't expect so I think the ability to deal with change and to deal with what life throws at you, Mm -hmm. whether, because life isn't just a thing. It's not like, you know, this pen that I'm holding that's just there and static and an object. It's evolving, it's moving. And I always think life's a bit of a bowl of spaghetti anyway, especially when you're younger and you're trying to figure out, well, what do I want to do? want to get forward it's like you're putting trying to unravel the spaghetti in the bowl <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just one the way I think about it so I think the ability to not deny that there are going to be struggles because life just throws stuff at us you know it could be relationship issues stuff with your family ill health whatever but it's about how you deal with it and that's what mindset is so it's do you sort of stop and crumble and think I just can't do this you know I've had enough I'm never going to get past this situation and it's don't get me wrong it's natural to feel like that especially at the moment I think for a lot of people have really struggled with the pandemic for example it's okay to feel a bit rubbish at times it's okay to go do you know what I'm just going to close the door have a beer and feel a bit sorry for myself that's natural but eventually you don't want to be doing that for too long it's about then moving forward and asking yourself how do I deal with it because if you ask yourself open questions like before you go to bed you can ask yourself questions such as what have I learned what would I do differently it's not about beating yourself up because sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't know we don't know 
but it, it allows us this open mindset allows us to think okay well that didn't work let me try this and that is one of the I, I would say out of all the coaching out of all the people that have coached the business people individuals um, as much as it's about career it's about what's going on in your mind your ability to kind of think bigger and sort of empower yourself to move yeah. forward nice I love that um so what do you believe are the hardest struggles for people in their 20s searching for a career right now and um what advice would you give to them yeah I think and I mean Kirsty you're probably more uh, able to answer <laughs> this given you with, with your podcast etc I'm sure you get lots of feedback on it etc yeah. I mean let's the pandemic you know has had a number it, it's almost like the pandemic is this big cloud in the sky mm-hmm. but under that pandemic cloud or layer of smog whatever you want to call it <clears throat> there's so many different millions of different experiences in terms of career I would imagine and what I'm seeing is that a lot of people that were just about to start their businesses have had to put that on hold a bit yeah um, people have left university and gone got quite despondent about finding a job now there is stuff out there not in every sectors but there are ways of finding work and opening your mind to sort of get yourself ready for when things open up Mm -hmm. a bit more see what is out there it's just about thinking outside the box sometimes perhaps people staying in a career that they don't really enjoy out of security and and Mm -hmm. that may not be necessarily just in your 20s but older Mm -hmm. in your 20s you it's really an age where um you're trying to establish yourself aren't you you know and I think what maybe 20 people in their 20s think about now can be very different for what people in the 20s when I was in my 20s thought about then because there's still similar issues like financial mm-hmm. security maybe you like that yeah. idea of financial security getting a job finding something that I want to do but then I think as well, younger people are much more involved in social issues, mm-hmm. climate issues, you know, what's happening in the world. And how do I integrate that into how do I integrate who I am as a person, what I care about with a job that I really want to do? Mm-hmm. And I think companies have really got to sort of wise up to this, that it's like, I'm not just going to turn up and do nine to five because you pay. I want to do something with a company that has the same values as me so I think those might be some of the things that I see um not knowing where to start that can be a a key issue as well you know and not being um sort of downtrodden by what's happening in the the outside world but I think maybe I I don't know what you think Kirsty but Mm -hmm. people feeling like geez you know life's on hold because I've spoken to my I mean I know what I was like in my 20s I was just like going here there I used to pack a bag and go yeah exactly I just want to go and have a laugh yeah I think people just feel quite stuck like I'm quite lucky because I'm um doing my postgrad and teaching so my life hasn't been so so much different than anyone else's because I'm I'm still going into school and stuff but um I do have a lot of friends who are just grad like my brother just graduated uni and it's like he's constantly looking for a job but um it's in a field that I just aren't hiring right now because yeah. of the world situation. So he's yeah. furloughed from his other job. And well, now he'll, no, he's, yeah. no, he's not going, they're opening back on like May 17th. So he's been furloughed for like five months now. And he's yeah. 
been doing a manager's course like they asked him asked him if he wants to do a manager's course and he was like oh yeah why not because yeah. it's just something to do and he that's not the career he wants to have but it's it's soft skills that he can take with him because he can't find anything in the industry he wants to be in because they they really are yeah. just not not hiring right now so it is definitely that thing of also where do you start when all you can do is like set your laptop and a and like have zoom calls like it's kind of a weird situation which people yeah. haven't experienced before like it's not like you can yeah. go out and talk to people it's like everything has to be on linkedin and all this yeah. and people are sick of their computers yeah. Yeah. so they don't want to go on linkedin after a day of work at home because they've been on their laptop all day so they don't want to then talk on linkedin to someone yeah. else and you can't meet someone for a coffee and be like oh yeah. can i get some like you're in this career would you be willing to give me some advice could we go yeah. for a coffee like that's not a that's not a thing so I definitely yeah. think you're totally right I think it's also just knowing where to start and that's, that's so hard at this time so I completely it's overwhelming agree. if you've never done it maybe before yeah. because, whereas I'm sort of like right I do da, 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 da. and you know uh, when when the pandemic first broke um I just sat down and thought what is my plan for this Mm-hmm. what am I going to do what's really important right exercise we can do exercise so I'm definitely doing that once a day and I'm doing online classes mm-hmm. by the bucket load you know all the multivitamins you can throw at things how much are you know interacting with friends what is it what's the stuff that I've always fancied doing that I've not been able to mm-hmm. oh I've got all these classes that I never finished I've got this course that I never finished on psychology so I'm going to dig into that again um listening to talks online and things like that but I I can understand for younger people because you're kind of at the start of your journey really sorry J word um you know a time when you do want to explore and and discover yourself a bit and as you get older if you've been able to do that you're probably like well you know some of my friends have said well it's not too bad being in your 40s and 50s being locked down if you've kind of gone out and done stuff yeah there is stuff that you can definitely do and I'd encourage you like your listeners connect with me on LinkedIn if you want to drop me a note and mm-hmm. just ask a question that's fine totally but I get what you mean you know this whole digital fatigue as well you've got to really manage that have a separation between your you know your work life and your home life mm-hmm. you know just sort of really manage that carefully because you just get overwhelmed definitely um so what is confidence really and how do you help people find it so what do you think confidence really is and how do you help people find it it's really interesting I mean confidence is an attribute that you can grow and develop Mm -hmm. and um self-esteem if you look um, at some other attributes like self-esteem I think most people need a healthy self-esteem in order Mm -hmm. to build on from that you need to actually internally really believe in yourself you know many of us many people have had quite challenging upbringings and you do have to maybe work that out so I think get your self-esteem you know there's lots of resources to help you with that but confidence for me is much more about a skill or an attribute that can be Mm -hmm. grown in terms of I believe it's not about hey aren't I the you know the best person (laughs) doing this in the world you know yeah yeah it's about believing in your ability to learn something, learn a new skill. Um, and confidence can go up and down a little bit in life. Again, it's that bowl of spaghetti, you know, that it's not mm-hmm. static. It's a bit squiggly at times, depending on what happens. But if you've, if you've built a good baseline of, of confidence, you can like build it up and you've got yeah. a level 
got a play, level playing field to build up from um and you can always set yourself little confidence goals like okay and it doesn't have to be big stuff it's like right I'm going to as much as we can now so you might be wearing a mask but shall I go up and talk to a stranger might not sound like a big thing but for some people that's really scary but if you mm-hmm. just start doing little things like that you sort of go oh you know you realize how much you might be missing in life sometimes yeah definitely things you can do and maybe have a little look at you know are there situations in life where um, I don't feel so confident is it one area of my life Mm -hmm. and what do other people do not to compare yourself but what do other people do that I can borrow or what can I borrow from other bits of my life that I do so yeah yeah no I love that I think it's also I really think it is I mean, fake it till you make it is is really, yeah. it is true. Like, I know that's yeah. not always appropriate, but I am often described as a confident person by other people. And I would say, well, I suppose, but like, I just, you know, you just, it's about how you carry yourself. If you carry yourself in a certain way, then people think you're confident yeah. and then you give off this energy and that sometimes can make people more comfortable, but it's something that you do. It is just something you grow as you as you experience it the more that you try to be confident the more you will be do you know what I mean because if you're faking being confident all of a sudden you will find that you're just doing it naturally after a while because your brain doesn't know if what you're telling it is positive or negative Mm -hmm. but the human mind does um have a bias towards picking up negative words and negative Mm -hmm. languages language so when you hear a lot of talk about affirmations positive talk saying things to yourself the reason for that is we have to override that negative yeah. bias that we have as human beings but you're absolutely right Kirsty in terms of the more that you do it the more that you believe it and some people don't like fake it till you make it well I just say we'll just act as if act as if you're confident what yeah. would you, do as if? you know who can you channel you know who's your yeah. role because I've certainly found that in my life you know with your posture mm-hmm. finding clothes that you're comfortable in finding your own style um the way you look at people keeping your head out posture all of that stuff is is really important but it does it's like a self-fulfilling piece and you mm. can even try picturing yourself in your mind's eye just close mm. your eyes and try and picture yourself being confident because again your brain will believe what you tell it so let's mm. tell it stuff and feed it a good mood yeah nice perfect yeah. um if you had to sum up what your 20s were like in three words what would they be uh what would they be um I would say crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> confusing yeah. and dig deep nice. I know technically <laughs> that's more than three words but that's fine <laughs> it's close enough <laughs> yeah perfect well thank you so much Sarah for yeah. coming on to chat with us where yeah. can our listeners find you shout yourself yeah. out plug yourself yeah out. sure thank you I'm on Instagram so I'm um, at Sarah J coaching on Instagram mm-hmm. Um, and my website www.sarah-letterj.com so yeah so that's where you can find me and then the final question we like to ask every week is um, what have you been engaging with recently so it can be a book a podcast a tv show a film etc it can be anything enjoying a hobby (laughs) okay I I was going to say something really intelligent there about this amazing book I've been reading but I'm not. I'm going to say, and I don't know um, what you think about this program. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. 
I love catfish. I still love catfish. <laughs> I haven't and actually watched it, but it is oh. on my it is on my to watch list. Yeah. I do like a bit of trash TV. It's I've been actually, watching the yeah. the Circle USA, which is kind of catfishy vibes. So oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, there's a Catfish UK now, oh, and really? uh, I'm just gonna say I find it fascinating fascinating as a coach seeing how other people. <laughs> I mean, I think trash TVs, it's important in our lives, like especially right now. It's an essential part of, of the world. But um, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on. And I will have all the links in the show notes for everyone listening. So you can check out Sarah and you can message her on LinkedIn if you've got any career questions or um, just want to get in touch in general. Um, yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode with Sarah Jones. You can find all the links to check out Sarah at our show notes as well as all the links of everything else I mentioned as well. And of course, the links to follow us um, at Fancy Beller on Instagram. Check out our Facebook group, which is called Muddling Through our 20s fancy blether listeners but um it will be linked in the show notes and please do review and follow slash subscribe depending on which podcast platform you're listening on so that you never miss one of our episodes and you will hear us next week for our small talk episode as the schedule has now changed so have a good week everyone and you will hear from me next week thank you bye